Let's go uh, and revisit uh, a story that we first told you about uh, on Friday, uh, and we want to give you an update on that story. Now, Kim Marsh uh, is a BC-based private investigator and former commander of an RCMP International Organized Crime Unit. Uh, He was named as a co-conspirator in the allegations uh, against former Mountie uh, Bill uh, Maker that we had told you about last week. Mr. Maker is a retired RCMP investigator. He was charged on uh, Thursday with two counts of breaching the security of Information Act, Canada's official secrets law. Uh, And, of course, Kim Marsh, we learned early this week on Monday, uh, has been named as a co-conspirator. Now, the interesting part uh, regarding Mr. Marsh is that uh, he recently, uh, by recent I mean late last year, uh, uh, had written a book uh, which looked at his 45-year journey conducting global undercover investigations. In fact, Mr. Marsh was a guest on this show, and we'd had a a broad conversation about his career, but also white-collar crime here in Canada and globally and how we uh, can stay ahead of it, or at least as much as possible, particularly here in Canada, where we haven't had the best track record. Uh, Take a listen uh, to his comments on on the need to overhaul uh, how we deal with white-collar crime in Canada. Take a listen. I know there's some efforts to develop a unit in Toronto where Toronto Stock Exchange and and the financial hub is located for the country, but they they got to get moving and get some credibility and, and get some cases going so the public can gain some confidence. We're known as a pretty soft touch, and then to finish it all off, if you do manage to register a conviction, the sentences are are, are, are lightweight, unlike the U.S., where if it's a serious fraud, and especially if there's elderly people who have been defrauded, you see that often, it's very sad, not much happens. That is Kim Marsh, uh, who was on this show uh, late last year. And, of course, he has been named as a co-conspirator in the allegations, along with former Mountie uh, Bill Maker. Now, there's lots more uh, with this story. Joining me now to help me sort of follow it, because there are different layers to all of this, is John John Daly, former host of CKW's Back on the Beat and former Global News investigative journalist. John, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's a pleasure, Jazz. Listen, uh, Kim Marsh is a good guy. Mm-hmm. I know Kim Marsh. Uh, I've met Bill uh, Miker uh, once or twice, but I know Kim Marsh. I've had beers with Kim Marsh, and uh, I must say I'm shocked to hear this. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, uh, before I came on your show, I did call Kim to get some background on Bill Miker and uh, his relationship, uh, you know, what was going on there, what his take was on it, because I trust Kim Marsh's opinion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, Kim Marsh, like, as you said, he's the author of The Cunning Edge on white-collar crime in Canada and internationally. And he was the former uh, head of the International, uh, you know, uh, Investigations Unit for Unorganized Crime for the RCMP. So uh, in any event, I'm, you know, Kim never called me back. I texted him. I emailed him. I put notices on his website, uh, left him voicemails, not a peep. Uh, I see in the news reports that uh, he did answer one call from Global and basically said he's not saying anything. So, you know, uh, there's a lot of weird questions here. You know, if he is an unindicted co-conspirator, is he going to be charged? Is he cooperating? Uh, You know, has he sought legal advice? Well, I'm sure he has if he's named publicly. Mm -hmm. He's innocent until proven guilty. So is Miker. Yeah. You know, the allegations are very serious. As you said, this is actually the new version of the the, the so-called Security of Information Act 
is really the Official Secrets Act. So it deals with espionage. This is serious stuff. But from what we gather from Inspector Bodan from the RCMP, this has got nothing to do with Chinese election interference or Chinese interference in Canadian elections. So what does it have to do with? And, you know, who's this mysterious third party who uh, the RCMP claims the Chinese government was uh, making efforts to identify and intimidate outside the scope of Canadian law? Yeah. You know, why, I mean, this this thing, you know, nobody can get into this courtroom and find out what's really going on because it's basically under the Official Secrets Act. We may never know. No, it's exactly. So weird. Exactly. It's I mean, so weird. it's come out of the blue and, you know, uh, last late last week. And I, like you, Kim Marsh, I've had drinks with Mr. Marsh. Uh, I viewed as somebody who's very knowledgeable and I had him on the show as well uh, yeah. last uh, last fall, as I said. So I was a bit taken aback when the name came up. Uh, but, you know, as I look at this, um, you, you know, it, I'm not sure what it is. And let's just say... There is some information. Perhaps things have weren't uh, uh, handled well by Mr. Miker in this case. Um, it to me, it doesn't seem like it's it, there's this grand conspiracy. I almost see a no. former police officer talking to former contacts, trying to get some broad information on things. But to mm-hmm. me, I don't at this point, and I and I say this as a layperson watching from afar, I don't see some great grand conspiracy yet. No. And, you know, I mean, as, as much as we have a disdain and, uh, you know, questions about the Chinese government, the Uyghurs, uh, you know, this democracy uh, efforts in, in Hong Kong and so forth. On the other hand, you know, whether it's China or uh, some other government, if they're trying to get trillions of dollars that have allegedly been embezzled out of their country away from uh, corrupt people who are now allegedly living here, you know, what's so wrong with that? Mm-hmm. So. You know, I mean, it may it may not be our first choice, but on the other hand, you can kind of understand it. And if they hire some Canadians and give some money to, you know, the Canadian uh, economy, uh, maybe that's uh, money well spent. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Now, you know, did did uh, Kim Marsh uh, make a mistake and, you know, receive a information or a document that he wasn't supposed to get? I guess it's possible. Did he do it knowingly? Uh, has he, you know, uh, been plumbing the depths of his old RCMP contacts and CSIS contacts? And, you know, the really fascinating thing here, Jasmine, I know you don't have a lot of time, is this guy Gaffney. So the other person that Bill Maker is not allowed to talk to other than Kim Marsh, who's mm-hmm. his alleged co-conspirator, is this guy Ross Gaffney, the ex-FBI uh, uh, head of the Bermuda Short Sting. This is the thing that brought Miker to uh, prominence and fame, which is the big case that took down uh, Vancouver area lawyer Martin Chambers mm-hmm. way back in the you know the early whatever it was the early uh, late 1900s. So it's just you know in the early uh, 2000s. So it's just not you know it's really I wonder if this is low hanging fruit if if in fact what happened was the FBI you know called up the RCMP and say, hey, you know, you better look into this. Yeah, well, I think you raise a, you, no, you raise a very good point, and and, and Bob Mackin um, has written an article on this, and Vancouver is awesome. I would encourage people to go read it, uh, because this may be it. This may be, the, yeah. uh, as you say, uh, a focus on Mr. Gaffney, or perhaps a U.S. or saying, wait a minute, we got to you know, watch all of this, and these folks got kind of pulled in on something that's not really related to Mr. Miker or Mr. Marsh here. 
Yeah, possibly. I don't know, but it's 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 a fascinating case. The other, you know, it's funny. You know all the players. Like as I say, I've met Miker. Yeah. I know Kim. You know Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian Donaldson, the lawyer. I know him too. He's, <laughs> he's allegedly uh, busy and not calling me back on this uh, particular file. At least not yet. Yeah. So it's you know, and and Ian is uh, is uh, Miker's lawyer. Yeah. Well, uh, and, yeah and, Ian, and Ian has covered you know uh, oh. many many. Uh, high-profile cases in the city for 25 years, uh, and, and he knows what he's doing, and a strong lawyer at that. So if you're going to hire a good lawyer, that he's, he'd be one of them, one of the top five, certainly in this yeah. city. So I really appreciate you coming on, John. Let's just stay on top of this, because I think part of it is just a conversation. It sounds wonderful on day one, where the headlines hit. Profound mm-hmm. thoughts are, are given by many a people, uh, and then when you get to the actual court case, what actually comes of it many years later, many months later, mm-hmm. there ain't much there, and that's part of it uh, in regards to why I want to stay on top of it. So I really appreciate your time today. My pleasure. Anytime, Jazz. All right. That is John Daly, former head of CKW's Back on the Beat, and of course, uh, former Global News investigative journalist.